right, let me introduce to you the five love languages. If you already know about these five love languages and are familiar with it, good for you. Perhaps this can be a little refresher for you. And if you're not familiar with it yet, I would like to say that you may be about to embark on something really beautiful. Years back when I found out about the five love languages, it was like a little light went up for me. Like, ah, I get it. Basically, we have different ways of expressing love and we have different ways of responding to love, like receiving love. So if you are aware of this, how you express and how you enjoy receiving love the best, and that is a beautiful piece in the puzzle. Because imagine that the way that you feel love and valued and the best way that you receive love is, for example, if someone walks by you and they put their hand on your shoulder. And they look you in the eyes and they say, Hi babe, how was your day? This is one of my favorite ways. Um, now imagine instead that your partner didn't really give you love that way. But imagine that, I'm just taking he as an example. But imagine that he would perhaps help you cut the grass or fix a drawer for you or... Um, Maybe he would make sure that you knew the right direction where you were going. Or maybe he uh, made you a homemade dinner. Uh, just taking a few examples. All right, so let's say that this is what he's doing. But he doesn't really put his hand on your shoulder. Or he doesn't really, like, get touchy-feely with you. You know, he doesn't crawl up in the couch and hold his hand, arm around you. Um, so it feels a little cold here for you. But in his world, he is doing everything. I was helping her with this and I did that and I'm showing her so much love. I'm trying to make it easier for her. And yeah, you see what I'm saying. It, it could become a little tricky. So often I find that people like to receive love the way that they express love. So perhaps in this example for him, getting a home-cooked meal would be the best or some sort of a service because in the example it sounds like he is giving, like he is expressing in service. So for example, the thing with the the thing with cutting the grass or making the food or something like that. So for him, perhaps receiving a home-cooked meal would be the best. But if you instead standing there and rubbing his shoulder, uh, it could become a little tricky. And a few things can get lost in translation. So let's go through the five different categories and see what the five love languages are. And I'm sure that we could find more. Right now, we'll stick to these. So the first one is words of affirmation. Another love language is quality time. So this will be that you spend time with the one that you love 
Another one is acts of service. The fourth one is gifts. And the fifth one is physical touch. And I also want to mention that this was developed by Dr. Gary Chapman, PhD. I'm getting this information from the Five Love Languages site. He's an author, speaker, and counselor, and he has been working with family counseling for many years. I also believe that he is a, a radio host. So all these beautiful categories. The first one, the words of affirmations. I love you. You are so sweet. It's always good to ask. So to to ask your partner or your child or your your parent or who your friend or whoever it may be, what do you enjoy to hear? Also before you are to say anything, a word of affirmation. It's I mean, I don't even know if I need to mention this, but I, I feel like it's in an important point to to make sure that when we say it, that, that it comes from our own will and heart, that we, that we want to say it and that we say it, we don't give to get simply because it's from our heart and it feels good and it makes us happy too. So we are in integrity with that. And the quality time one, same thing here. I mean, it's always good to communicate. So communicate, like, what, what would you like to do? How do you enjoy to spend quality time together? What feels good? Or what feels good for me? How would I like to enjoy quality time? How do I spend my quality time? Eye contact, listening, really, truly sharing. It could be by doing something together as well. Uh, like go for a walk and have an a deep conversation and some people are more like no I don't want to I don't want to do things while I'm in my quality time some people just like to really be one-on-one and 100% focus on the other person and then we have the gifts and I feel like that's often the thought behind it and I have this little example here so Imagine, for example, that one person is away for a business trip and they come back to their loved one and they have brought a gift. And that could be so highly appreciated, right? Now, what if the person comes back and instead they spend quality time, they, they you know, there's eye contact, they share about their trip, but this person, you know, for that person, a gift is the thing. So the person is coming back and the situation can look very different. It's like, you didn't get me a gift. <laughs> but this is where the communication comes in. Like you, you have to kind of get to know yourself and you kind of have to be able to express what you, what you want. Or what you enjoy, what you wish for. How would your ultimate relationship look like? And then we have acts of service. Acts of service can be errands, switching a light bulb, 
taking out the trash, um, running an errand, you name it, right? And then we have physical touch. So that could be hugging, kissing, you know, putting a hand on someone's shoulder, arm. When I really tuned into myself earlier in my life, and I really felt into something that was important for me with my dream partner. I always imagined myself standing in the kitchen cooking, because I love to cook. So I was standing in the kitchen cooking or fixing something. And I always saw my man come up behind me and just give me a big bear hug. That's such an important thing for me. If that kind of communication in the love language wouldn't be there it would feel very cold for me i think that's an important part to learn how to communicate our needs for a while i had this idea that i just wanted him to get it and i just wanted someone who gets me and someone that i don't have to explain everything for someone who just knows how to read me. And I think that definitely has its time and place. And, and it is a romantic thought close to me. And I'm sitting with this. I'm also kind of a complex woman. <laughs> I can be simple as well. I have many sides to me. I believe that it would be hard for someone to read me sometimes. So therefore, I need to know how to express and I need to share with my partner what I wanted. Another thing is that on my birthday, I would love a birthday card, a handwritten card. Not one of those that you buy already made, but a good old-fashioned one down to earth handwritten. This is something that I had to ask for. On my birthday, this is my wish. Over a hundred roses, over experiences, over a cake, I'd rather want a handwritten card. You know, I shared this, that this specifically was important to me, in an open-hearted, I'm not expecting it kind of way, but this is what I wish for, simply I'm expressing myself. And my last birthday, I got it. So what do we want in life? Rather than getting those thousands of roses and being disappointed, quote-unquote, like, it would have been so nice if you could just understand or give me this. No, talk. You gotta talk about everything. And sometimes you would think it kills the vibe or intimacy. And I, yeah. There's, there's something to that. I believe that too much talk, um, you know, everything in balance. But if you are in a relationship and you can't communicate, that can sometimes be a little tricky. Why am I sharing this? Because sometimes we need to ask for what we want and what is important to us. Also, it is beautiful to ask your partner what they like or your child, or your boss, or your sibling. Like, the communication, so important. And also, expressing what we wish for, or expressing what, what feels good to us, how we 
like to receive love and it's us expressing ourselves it's us expressing our heart it doesn't mean that we demand it it doesn't mean that we expect it i mean expressing from a place of your heart what works for us and then through that communication we can then more so find out okay is this a partner that fits into what makes me happy you know is this a partner that can um work with me in ways like this is this like something that we can what i'm trying to say is that i don't want it to be so much about choosing and demanding but just expressing our hearts and then by being in in, in integrity with ourselves that authentic love that true pure love can also flow easier when we are real with ourselves and when we can truly express that i think that these questions are definitely amazing to ask on the very first date probably possible to have a little bit of everything i think that you can have a few love languages maybe that is your main but you would like other ones more so maybe you have 140% 130 and um like maybe 120 110 who knows i think it's possible to have a little bit of everything i think i am a little bit of everything i think it's good it's uh it's balance I also believe that these love languages can definitely change depending on who we are, who we grow into, what experiences that we have in life and different relationship patterns. So how can you find out what love language is yours? Well, one thing is simply simply to just the first thing that comes to your mind how do you enjoy receiving love the first thing that pops up like oh i love when someone hugs me oh i love when someone helps me with something or you know an act of service for example something that's kind of interesting and i think that this depends on what kind of love languages you are drawn to the most is how your how your caregivers expressed love to you how they expressed love to you when you were a child maybe how they expressed if you had two caregivers maybe a mom and a dad like how did they express love to each other what was the most common thing in your home i find it's, it's kind of common with men to <laughs> love their mom's cooking if they had the if they have the gift of their mother's love in that way and i find that that sometimes is brought down wanted from their their partner and it can also be the very opposite if you grew up in a home that wasn't very emotionally safe or 
it could be the very opposite. Like I, I do not like receiving love in this way. That's how my caregiver used to do it, or that's how my mean brother used to do it, or whatever uh, your unique experience is. If you are curious, you can also go to the five lovelanguages.com. There is a quiz there so you can test yourself and see which one is potentially the most top love language for you. Also, as mentioned in the beginning, it's so important to ask. So ask yourself, what is my love language? And tune into it. How do I like to receive love? How do I like to express love? And ask, ask your partner, ask your parents, ask your siblings or friends. I remember I was in a relationship and I really felt like my partner and I, we had really, really different love languages. It was so important with physical touch, with, with eye contact, with quality time. And he was the opposite. He would maybe give me a gift, which is super sweet, or he would help me with something that he would fix a drawer that was broken, or um, he would help me with my website. But I felt like these were just things. I didn't feel the love in them. So it was really, you know, when I learned about the five love languages site and I noticed all the things he had done for me, I was really surprised, to be honest. I was really, I awoke a little bit like, oh, wow, this, this person is doing a lot for me and I, I don't see it. And I hadn't seen it for for a year and then when we started communicating about this things really turned around and also I could also notice when he did something very loving for me now which I hadn't been able to see before I think people truly feel that marriages can be saved with this awareness of the love languages I also read somewhere a discussion that this five love languages was promoting codependency and that this could be a manipulative thing. And I want to add that from my standpoint here, it's obviously to allow more love into our lives and other lives and understanding. Again, we don't give to get love. We don't give to manipulate. Um, we have to make sure that everything that we do have to be from our own personal responsibility. Responsibility for our own actions and that whatever you choose to do in life is in line with you. And that we give because we want to, because it feels good. We give from our heart without expectations. And when I say give, in this case, I mean when we express love or when we share. 
Then there is also another conversation about expectations because sometimes I do think that it is in line to have expectations for sure, yet with an open trust of like, okay, well, if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. A little bit of like a trust in that too, you know, balance in that. I think I'm gonna say this in every episode, balance, balance. I'm a Libra. I don't know if that makes any sense, but Libras are all about balance. Um, So expectations has its own time and place. And sometimes I think that we, it's, better to let go of expectations so expectations in balance in all honor all right i will put the five lovelanguages.com link below it's a five with the number five not in letters have a beautiful week and uh, express your love language ciao